Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Well, 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 we're back. (sighs) Guys, we're back, and I sound a little less death rattly today. Carrie has great news to report, which is that he is COVID negative. COVID neg. Um, thank you to those who reached out with just well wishes, and to those mm. who didn't. Fuck you. No one. No one said like, "I wish you death." <laughs> I don't know why Hope I said you that. I like, heard you on the podcast. You sounded so sick. Hope this ends in death for you. Someone told me they were literally, quote, I'm literally now deaf from listening to you. Really? Hacking up a storm because she was triggered because she had had the flu. 
okay yeah i mean it's a hard it's a hard time my, my for everyone right now COVID patients first of all second of all just people that are getting this gnarly cold this wicked cold guys there is definitely like a it's this bug is going around simon has it now my dad has it protect yourself i literally like i don't know how i matrix dodged this cold from you fingers crossed Fingers crossed that it still happens. I got my flu shot this oh. week. I felt really good about that. That's great. I haven't gotten mine yet. Yeah, I was like feeling protected, feeling sexy, feeling like a flu fighter. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I also just say I have to, I really have to like bring awareness to this harrowing experience because I did not know that this was like a possibility. But okay, so I went to. I briefly mentioned like my filler journey on a previous episode of the podcast, but I went back to the derm yesterday to just get like a little touch up, a little tweak, make sure everything's like going well. And we did, she did some like more, um, she did some more injections like into my cheek to like even things out. Carrie, I literally, I, almost passed out from this round (laughs) i and i'm not like a light-headed person i'm like not a person that like loses consciousness like i can handle like blood and whatever this sent me to a place because okay no one's ever said this before like i did not know that this was part of the sensation but like if i guess if they're building like when they inject, sometimes they inject like right along your cheekbone and you can hear the sounds of the needle scraping your own bones in your face. It was the most disgusting, horrific experience of my life. I was literally like, what are those sounds? And she's like, oh yeah, the sounds are horrible. It's like hitting the bone. And I was like, and then after, and there was just like a lot of injections and then she was like, are you doing okay? And I think I'd gone like just fully white. I was like losing vision. I was like, I'm a little lightheaded, but I'm fine. And then almost passed out completely. She brought me back to life, like gave me a bottle of water and I like recovered. Oh my God. But yeah, I've never even heard of that happening to people. And I guess like sometimes in people's videos, I would see them holding like a little vibrator thingy to people's faces. And I, I thought that that was just to get them distracted from the pain but if you're numb the pain isn't bad it's just Mm. like whatever like a small pinch but it's not anything but i really now i think that that vibration thing is to not so they you don't hear the sound of your fucking bones i like literally spent most of last night dry heaving remembering my bones (laughs) no i'd like have a flashback of the bone sounds and truly bone sounds are my trigger because i got i had to get like gum graft surgery in august last year Mm -hmm. and that was like another there was like another bone there was bone scraping that happened in that and to the point where i sweat through all my when my bones get scraped i sweat through all my clothes and then i immediately go to a place of like eyes roll in the back of my head death and that's when i was like i need nitrous oxide now uh, you, you need like to this. pump it through my vein i was literally like bones and <laughs> i literally got spooky boned at the dermatologist 
Went, so like just oh, like, oh I literally went oh, to God. a place of ghosts. Ghost world. It is so wretched when you can like feel stuff scraping or like oh, oh. I hate that. No, I'll, like, I have a very I was I have a high tolerance for pain and like super high. Like when mm-hmm. the, when they're like, is it okay if I do extractions? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yes, Please, yes, literally, fuck me up. Squeeze yeah. my whole head off. Squeeze like, my fucking pimple <laughs> And in like a massage, in a massage, I'm like literally rip my muscles out of my back. Like I'm like I like literally to... make, I want you to like, like beef patties with my muscles, take them out yeah. of me and go. I would like, you, you in. can Indiana Jones reach into my back and directly <laughs> yeah. massage Same. my muscles inside of me. But when it comes to like scraping or like, squishy stuff i'm like when it comes to a bone scrape inside that you just hear you're uh, there's nothing more in any movie when someone has a bone sticking out of something i'm like i gotta go like that's when i'm like i'm like if i see an exposed bone it's time to go there's something about bones yeah because it's it's (laughs) Spooky skeleton living beneath you. I'm like, do not touch my fucking skeleton. <laughs> That's because it's a reminder that beneath a very thin layer of like meat, there is a literal like shrieking skeleton. There is a skeleton Just in there. There's a skeleton with a giant fucking with smile. smile. That's huge Lip- smile. A lipless skeleton. Just. No <laughs> nose, just holes. No, with a whole nose, whole ears, black abyss eyes, and just like the widest open mouth smile where it and literally I think looks it's like, like they're yelling. Yeah. And your skeleton, <coughs> I think the scary thing too is like your skeleton likes to be reminded of its own boniness, but your body does not like to no. be reminded of my body does not like to be reminded of my skeleton that's because and, so, and the skeleton is like it, it's like it will go on you know so we're like kind of jealous of our skeleton yeah our skeleton never goes away our skeleton's is gonna be like forever our skeleton will pompeii for all eternity and it will always laugh at the time that you <laughs> scraped its bones with a needle like Constant- my skeleton was orgasming yesterday while i was truly going to a place of early death no skeleton loves to troll and it loves to be like like you i get to see everything that happens when you're gone you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's so fucked up and annoying and we're just it's a it's a hater and we're jealous of it it's a hater but also a lover like it's it knows it's better than anyone yeah it's kind of crazy we have like it's like we have this thing inside us we're literally bags of bones walking around and just like doing day-to-day tasks. I actually just decided right now I would like to just I would like to give my bones to different people after I die. Okay, bad art friend. No, I want I but I I'm not like in like a please use this like yeah, yeah, yeah. for your health. Like I actually like want people I know to like have like a really nice preserved piece of my bones piece just a piece no finger bone you want like someone to have like a femur hanging on their mantle 
Oh like, my god, that'd be fucking rock star. But like, like, I'm oh, thinking like not, just like a not, little tiny Aunt Lara's little tiny Aunt Lara's femur. I'd like to get like give someone my hip bones. Okay, like that full the full hip bone. Wow. But like, then burn the rest of me. And like wear it as like a cute little like top. Do something fun with it. I only want people that would appreciate having my bones, even if it's just like a tiny little fingy bone. Like I want them to keep it. Yeah, that could like, be a new style, like wearing friends, wearing loved ones like skeletons to like like imagine Zendaya rocking like a chest plate that's like your Yeah. Hip. Or giving friend like your teeth giving friend your teeth. <laughs> You sound like Greta Thunberg. No, I'm literally Greta. in a place of Greta. Did you I'm see like, that video? Which one? Of Greta singing. Where she Rick. goes, blah, blah, blah. No, she, it's. I think it's the same thing, but she's like dancing to Rick Astley. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Never gonna. And she's like dancing and she's fucking go, tearing it up on stage at some event. I was like, I'm glad she's having fun, honestly. Uh, I know. She needs to have some fun. My God. Yeah. Just cut loose every once in a while, Thunberg. Life saw, is, why so serious? I saw, people, <laughs> I saw people tweeting about it. And they were like, someone was like, isn't she? Isn't she does she ever go to school? And someone was like. Yeah, where is, when does she like, go to school? And someone else wrote, isn't she on like an anti-school strike? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I can't imagine a more boring life than having to be like a keynote speaker when you're like eight years old. Yeah. I guess she she's was, older than that. She's though. like, she's like 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, she's looking youthful, honestly. <laughs> I love the meme of her where she's like, she's, she's sailed to New York and, or she sailed to Portugal from Sweden and it just says, Lisbon. And someone, this person that I follow, my friend Paul McCallion, his orange Paul Polyp on Twitter, he uses that as a meme all the time. Lisbon! And it's just a picture. Lisbon. And he's like, me coming out. Lisbon! <laughs> oh, it's, it's, he does it better, obviously. Anyway. Maybe I, I would love to, a friend to give me their teeth, a tooth. And I'd love to give like friends teeth. And I actually just was reminded that I did save one of Tony's baby teeth and I need to make some jewelry out of that. Mm, a little cane. Ooh, Ooh, a back tooth. And I'm going to have, I need to figure out, I need to get it like gold plated or something. Teeth transplants. Yeah. Like I think teeth are kind of romantic, a thing to give to someone. What if, what if on like a first date you just literally put down a, a tooth out, put down a tooth and go, "This is for you." I think that's like a actually cool sign of commitment to remove a tooth. Like you both remove a tooth, you give it to the other person, then you like replace that tooth with like a gold tooth or a fake tooth or whatever. Very like, Angelina and Billy Bob. Yeah, I like giving. I like exchanging blood in that way or a tooth. Very 90s of you. It's a body part. Like, I think that that was so hot. They really influenced me hugely. That red carpet appearance where they were just like basically dry humping in front of the world. You know, people are comparing Megan Kelly and Machine or Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly to Angelina Bobby. And I was like, mm, let's, no, let's, no, no, let's no, call no, no, all no, no, the horses. No, no, no. 
they're in different galaxies. They're in different galaxies. I'm not mad at Megan and Michelle. No, I'm, but they're not I'm Angelina into them, Billy Bob, But they're not. They're not edgy. They're just like two hot people that are celebrities who met and like each other. Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob were on another level of craven horniness that, like, it disgusted everyone. But everyone was also like so turned so on. So turned it. on by it. It was like truly horniness with abandon because it wasn't like glossy and beautiful. If two people are like just so hot having sex, it's like, okay, great. You're hot and having sex. But I think it was just like she was so supple and (sighs) he's so skinny and weird. And you know that they're just like obsessed with each other and just like fucking all the time. It's cool. Fucking. Guys, uh, help me. Help (laughs) me. Send my bag of bones away. <laughs> Laura, Laura needs like a lobotomy. I'm basically I need a lobotomy giving myself too. one every day. Yeah. I'm I, this week. I feel like I've been. I'm still sick. Like I, I feel better than I did when I last was talking to you. Thank God. So none of you have to hear mm. that. None of you. No. None of you have to hear. Carrie. But I still feel like shit, and it's like I never get sick like this. So to be in a place of bed for days i feel like it's depressing i feel shame i keep it's bad so i'm i feel better today but i've been like please lobotomize me this week yeah i've been i've been a little on i feel like the spookiness of halloween like around the corner where i'm waiting for i'm waiting for something horrible to happen but i'm kind of like like at everything that and i i wish that we were in person but i also just like want to give you space to heal and you don't i don't want to give you any of my cooch. yeah i don't want it i don't want it uh one spooky thing and then we can get into our 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 ghoulish ladies but teddy i was talking to my nephew today on the phone he's you know he's an october baby so he loves halloween he's going to be a little pumpkin he's going to be a pumpkin for halloween he 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 asked if he could be a pumpkin and then i heard him my mom was picking him up from school and she was driving him and i heard him in the background he went look nina a ghost and then he went there's a ghost in my house and i literally went like i had the moment of black china going cut the cameras (laughs) dead ass (laughs) i literally like i was like oh my god it begins he is he is truly my nephew yeah, he is his uncle's nephew. Like between the pumpkin and the ghost, it's all happening for young Theodore. And he's so he's like just kind of his sentence structure is like just now happening. Like he's really speaking like a person now. But I just hope I love that. There's a ghost in my house. And I was like, that could mean so many things. This bodes so well for the future. Or it's a literal ghost. Could be anything. Only time will tell. Anyway, that, f- that was my little woo of the day. You be- instantly become Vera Farmiga when he says that. My hair. <laughs> you go to a full-blown place of Vera. I'm wearing like what that ruffled like a pussy turtle, like a pussy bow blouse, yeah, pussy, whatever pussy, it is. Pussy, yeah, pussy blouse. Your <laughs> hair grows out and gets a sensible curl. Pussy. You go- did someone say ghost? Did someone say pussy bow? <laughs> Who's over there saying it? Where the Ooh, ghost? Who is the ghost? I'm here to talk about the ghost. 
<laughs> That's me as a medium. I'm here to talk about the ghost. Where's the ghost at? Where's the ghost? You said there were ghosts here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Last night, this is not on the topic of ghosts, but a segue into the reunion. Last night, I gave Tony his dinner and I was walking him. And I was, we were walking down the street and I saw a neighbor that lives across the street who has like the cutest little Frenchie that Tony plays with sometimes when he sees her on walks and she and I chat and we've chatted about like Bravo and stuff and she knows that I do this podcast but I saw her from across the street and she was like hey how are you and I go hi how are you and I truly thought she said she goes super full of number two tonight and I was like wait (laughs) in my mind I was like oh my god but I love her candor and she goes (laughs) airing tonight and she had said super bowl part two tonight in in reference to the real (laughs) but i literally thought she just yelled from across the street super full of number two tonight (laughs) hey yeah super full of shit tonight just leaking out of me filling me up I was I was taken aback and there was a delay in my answering because I just I didn't know what to say to that and then she goes no like airing tonight and I was like oh my god yeah so excited and then we like kept walking but I just like couldn't I was like oh my god what (laughs) it's like that Meryl Streep meme super full of number two tonight good to see you I just took a shit what if you said that to your neighbor who you like I just took a huge shit (laughs) Hey, how are you? Just took a massive shit. Super hey. full of number two tonight. <laughs> hey, I just pooped. Huge. I couldn't believe she was shouting that from across. I was like, what? Took and then a I was huge like, huge dump. <laughs> Felt so I love good. her. I was like, she's so confident. <laughs> you were like, yes, queen. Yes, girl. Yes. Yes. Yes, girl boss. <laughs> yes, girl boss. Go on with your number two. Hope you get it out of there. And then it was like, no, Super Bowl part two. And then I was like, God, I love this neighborhood. Like, this neighborhood, they know me here. We talk about I just uh, Now I'm just imagining, like, a neighbor just, hey. No, it was truly just- <laughs> across the street yelling out, full of shit. Shit pouring out of me. Super full of number two tonight. Whoa. I was like, is she talking about her dog? Hope her dog brews soon. It's Full going down. It. It's going yeah. down upstairs. <laughs> All the windows Just are open about. myself. I'm going to call an exorcist. <laughs> Gotta get a priest in there. And you're like. Okay. I was like. Uh, All right. And then realized. Oh, I just took a huge dump. Ooh, just released a load. <laughs> oh. Anyway, you know. So yeah, everyone. Onto, onto, onto a group of people who don't shit. Yeah. The Real Housewives. The whole community was excited for part two, which opens with Andy well, first, asking. Sexy. This is. I'm Carrie. Oh yeah, oh. I'm Mara. Oh, this is sexy. And you're listening to sexy, unique podcast. podcast. Beverly Hills. Hills Angels. Angels. 
Andy asks Erica, why not leave Tom sooner? Mm. And we have circled back to her being like, if you are in love with someone else, divorce me. There's and someone says, else out there. Don't make me be the bad guy. Don't make me suffer. You'd leave me now and go to her. And he goes, were you unfaithful to him? And there's like pregnant pause. And EJ goes, well, yes. And up until I filed for divorce, I just wrote work. (laughs) Yes. So the minute she filed for divorce, she just got that dick. She was no longer unfaithful. No, she said she was unfaithful to him. Were you unfaithful to him? No, I'm saying the minute. Oh, didn't he say, were you unfaithful no, to him? No, she said, were you faithful to him? Oh. And she said, well, I was, I was, I was until I filed for divorce. Okay. I thought he said, were you unfaithful? And she was like, well, technically, I guess I was unfaithful up until I filed. And I was like, yes, both y'all getting dicked down. No, Let's she was, this. she, I think she meant a suit in her spin, which who knows if she's telling the truth. Yeah. Who cares, honestly? Yeah. Who I, gives a shit? Would you blame ass? her? I wouldn't. I I literally was like, "Go, girl!" Like, yeah, you deserve it. You deserve it. You should both be getting yours. If you're in a marriage with someone and they're gonna cheat, you better believe that I'm gonna go troll for dick, for pussy, for literally both. whatever. Yeah, both. It's gonna be. We're both doing that. Yeah, up until I got. Not that I was faithful until the day I filed for divorce, and I was like, okay. Who'd she fuck on her divorce day? I'll bet that was some good sex. Army Hammer. Hopefully. Well, do you think he'll come back? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I do too. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I forgot the how EJ Global presented like everything was hunky dory pre divorce announcement until I like saw I the package of like flashbacks and stuff. Her going, that's what I love about Tom Girardi. Her with like a little scarf in oh my god, like a <laughs> convertible Gloria. going. We had dinner every night. It was so nice to talk. It was so nice to talk. Also, every time she's talking about something like devastating, they cut to Rena, and Rena goes. Oh. I was like, she is. We all need a. She is Rina performing. Yeah. Like, imagine if you had a friend that was just like that much of a backup. That would be great. Kyle, I was thinking, would be more uh, holding Rina to, or holding Erica a little more to the flame, but she was staunchly EJ global to this episode. Okay, can I? make a confession i'm once again a little conflicted (laughs) carrie's going get out you get out of this podcast i'm a little bit like i just muted i just muted (laughs) come back okay i'm a little bit seeing where she's coming from i'm a little bit seeing it i'm just saying Again, I do not think she was some conspiracy mastermind. I don't. No. I do not think that she was the one who like knew about it and was like some kind of bookkeeper. I think that she probably had some idea of what was going on, but just didn't say anything. 
I think her involvement... Well, she basically says as much. Like, she said... He's like, why would you stay with him? And she goes, I stayed because I had no access. I was 27. He was 60. The power imbalance. And then she... Andy was like, but if you left, wouldn't you be entitled to, like, half the assets? And she's like, well but I'm also entitled, I'm on for half the liability and half the assets. And when he asked her if he, she knew the ship was sinking and that's why she got out, she's like, very, this is pragmatic, but essentially saying like, yes, like he was sinking, not necessarily the ship. And when her name started being on lawsuits, that's when she got like, wait a second, like what the fuck is going on? And I think that is basically... Well, she should have said this from the start though. Yeah, but I don't know like how much... Wasn't this all? This all happened like no, I get as it. the show was filming. I just feel like I'm literally EJ Global's no, PR. I get, I get why someone would be. It's honest to be like, yeah, I got freaked out. But if she had just said that from the start, I would have been like more like, okay, I, I understand. She's that's like very human. Mm-hmm. Like the way she was spinning it of like, I knew nothing, and Tom Girardi is an old diminishment. Like she was, it's it felt like she was defending him, and she wasn't seeming sympathetic at all. To the people that were targeted in this conundrum yeah and i i mean i don't know i don't I'm know i'm not saying it's her fault i just think that she should be and i don't think she should take half of the debt from him but i think she should no. be she should be held accountable for some of the stuff yeah i don't think i think she was complicit in in, in non-action i don't think ignorance is an excuse but it's also just like if she really is in a position where she says she's handing over every single paycheck just goes right to him and then he figures out her finances for her and that's just how they rolled the whole time. Yeah, that was kind of shocking. Andy but I has... also kind of understand like if I when I was 27, if I met a 60 year old love of my life who was like really, really wealthy and powerful and powerful and he just said hey babe like just let me take care of everything and you don't have to worry about like the nitty-gritty of your money like i would have gladly been like you deal with it i never want to know no i get it i get i understand all the i just think her her framing and her weird defensiveness which could have just been from like feeling stressed that she was being villainized it just made her it made her seem guiltier than maybe she was yeah she didn't handle it well no and i think she was rude and weird and like mistreated her friends definitely And and i think she didn't show that much remorse for the people which is also like you could say is like a very human self absorption moment and i don't think it's because she's like a cold cunning sociopath who like was happy to steal from these innocent victims. I think it was just, she's a self-absorbed woman who, self-absorbed person who's like, only had to really care about herself and her money for the last 20 years. And she's not really caring where it's coming from. I think money can Mm -hmm. make you way more selfish than you probably are by nature. 
Yeah, and entitled. Once you're getting a certain amount, you feel entitled to that and more. And it's like greed is definitely a driving factor. But I think she she could have showed a little more compassion for the people, for like what this was all about, instead of being like, I don't know, there's just haters coming after Tom. It's like, no, there's like burn victims. Her image too, I think it's like she worked very very hard on crafting a very specific image over the years and then to have all of that come crashing down while cameras are rolling with no real chance to prepare like it's not like she had distance of three months between an announcement and like how i'm going to present this on the show it was just like oh this is all happening now so it kind of is like a like you were saying a very human reaction to like going through just like blow after blow after blow and basically having the world understand that what you presented on tv is nowhere near indicative of what your day-to-day like real life was ever like yeah and like i at the risk of sounding like i'm snobby or something or like i don't think she's like i i don't think She's, I, I think she's more limited than we realize in terms of like turning that narrative than that shell that she's created over the few years. That took a lot of work for her. And I think mm-hmm. like what you just said of the rug just suddenly being ripped off from, I don't think she had the bandwidth to suddenly like scramble. I don't think, I just don't think she's like smart enough. Like, yeah. I feel like Rinna is, or not smart enough, I shouldn't say, cunning Savvy. enough. Savvy yeah. enough. I think Rinna is more cunning and savvy that she could have spun this. If it ha- you know what I mean she's someone that could, even mm-hmm. Kyle I think I don't think Erica's as savvy as them even though she kind of yeah. presents herself as very like yes, you know but it's also such a shock it is it is but I, that I we've think we've not seen any of those other women Mm-mm. go through a scandal that unraveled that quickly that's true during filming so like I still I'm I don't not, know. I still don't. I'm not on her side, though. Like, I, I do think that she could have shown any kind of remorse for at any t- She has a chance to really take the narrative and back for her, and she didn't do it. Yeah. She got too narcissistic about the whole thing. I'm glad that we got, like, a very authentic response to all of this going down even though I don't like I'm not I don't know if she handled I don't know if there's like I guess there is like in the public opinion or perception of it a right and wrong way to handle it but I enjoy the fact that it was just handled in the way it was and unfolded in the way it was and I'm fascinated to like know more of the inner workings of their relationship she's definitely coming off as more authentic in these and I think it's because she's probably been coached and she probably got a chance to watch herself and be like "Ooh, I did not seem genuine in this season Mm -hmm. so I think she was I think she's smart to be doing what she's doing again I don't think she's I think Tom is if anyone's like the evil one I think it's Tom yeah for sure and I still don't believe that he's dementia I'm sorry yeah I don't know I don't know what to believe about him and at one point he says something and Erica goes it's okay it's okay (laughs) he's like is it hard to rewatch your scenes yes she reassures everyone 
She segues into flip phone comedy, which I was like, there's the EJ Global we know and love. Yeah. Tom's like, how many mistresses did, or Andy's like, how many mistresses did Tom have? And she goes, Tom had three mistresses. One of them I found on his phone. She sent a picture of her tits. And Tom has a flip phone. And I said, nice tits, stupid bitch. But I couldn't even figure out how to put a space, so it was a run on sins. <laughs> and Everyone like, laughs. There we go. Queen of relatable comedy. And I was like, who's going to take, like, who's going to bite the lure? And of course, Kyle loves a flip phone humor moment. And she mm. goes, right, because you have to put a space. And I was just like, I love it to see who, like, eats up her bits. I, I also remember also before when she was talking about, like, giving her money to to Tom. And she's like, I didn't know how to do any of this stuff really. And then Kyle goes, some women are just in that position sometimes. And, and then Lisa goes, that's right, Kyle. That's right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, guys, like do less to show that you're, you've, you're in cahoots. Yeah. That's but right, Kyle. Also a that's lot right. A lot of women are in that position. That, no, I, Laura, they, I totally agree with you. I'm saying the, the performance of like, oh my god, Kyle, what a what a good point! Like it mm -hmm. felt kind of rehearsed. Yeah, they're all very much like on each other's team. They're they're playing backup. <laughs> they are. They're like the hype for each other. Yeah, you got Rinna with the. Ooh, oh. Well, then and Erica, Kyle being like, right, right, because you have to <laughs> you have to put a space. But then Erica goes from sounding more legit. Legit to being like, well, now everyone's suing me for it. I was like, okay. <laughs> Again, you're missing the point. I know, but it's all like, I understand like the instinct to want to make a joke out of things. It's just like a really terrible, it's a really terrible situation. No, I know. And there's like, like, there's probably a very human, real side when you're being sued by everyone that you're probably like, oh, fuck all these people. Well, and also it's like you to be, if, all really plays out which i do think that he knowingly stole money from people that's horrific and to be even like tied to that it's just like what the actual fuck totally and then also to know that you had it's not like you were being like yeah take that money and put it in a trust take him tell him to it's like she's not mad no, she's just trying up. to be ej global yeah, tell those kids to pipe it. Put a yeah, sock tell in that it. burn victim, slap some aloe vera on his skin and pipe down. <laughs> Get a bottle of creme de la mer. Ever heard of cryotherapy? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine just like trying to be a like pop star and then realizing <laughs> you're funded on like blood money by your demented no, husband. I, I it's <laughs> really insane it's a totally abs and it would make drive anyone to the brink and i get it i understand why ej was possessed by pazuzu but yeah, imagine being like hitting the fucking jackpot of just being like oh i married this i rode this old dick right to the <laughs> bank and like and then being like all your dreams are coming true you got like chicago on broadway like you're fucking killing it exactly and then slowly but surely you're like named in horrific lawsuit after horrific lawsuit yeah. and you're like well fuck well fuck. well god damn it nice 
tits. Nice. Stupid bitch. <laughs> nice tits. I hope someone texts me one day, nice tits, stupid bitch. I think that's me a great too. text to give and to receive. On a flip phone. I saw an article recently that was network. like, is this the return of the flip phone? Old school phones are coming back like Nokia's releasing their brick phone again, Ugh. which I'm uh, liking that. You what? Gotta be quite honest with you. I want, I kind of want a Nokia brick phone. Me too. I, I will never feel as more powerful as when I did when I would go to the movies and take my mom's Nokia phone and slap my lime green cover on it. Yeah. And stand outside. I love trading out those covers. <laughs> and talking to no one. Calling my mom. Like... <laughs> I had my first phone was like a Motorola flip phone. And I remember being embarrassed because my dad had gotten it for me as like just in like literally for when I went to the movies and needed to be picked up. But I was just hmm. like so ashamed to like have a phone. So funny. And then... And I was just like, oh my God, this is like humiliating. I just remember being out like a group of people and like the friends I was talking to were like talking to like cooler people. So I was just like alone, like waiting for my mom, making calls. You were doing like the Paris Hilton where she like pretends to be on the phone. Kind of. I was just like, I had it in and out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kyle... Apparently, Kyle had heard rumors about Tom a while ago that he was mm-hmm. a philanderer, but didn't say anything. And I was like, typical. Yeah. <laughs> and she said she could feel that EJ wasn't happy for a long time. Which, like, look, I believe EJ that he was probably controlling and manipulative and, like, neglectful and mean. Like, I totally see that. Mm-hmm. I believe her that he was, like, probably emotionally abusive. But I also think Kyle, I'm just, for some reason, as soon as Kyle said that, I was like, of course, Kyle. I think Kyle knows all the gossip in Beverly Hills, her town. (laughs) And (laughs) the Joe Gunn meme. (laughs) Beverly Hills, my town. My town is Beverly Hills. I love Beverly Hills. Me, Beverly Hills, my town. Haddonfield is my town. (laughs) Oklahoma City, my town. Yeah, Kyle definitely would not, like, collects rumors, but then, like, doesn't say anything and wants someone else to, like, Mm -hmm. shed light on the rumor mill. I'm sure that their marriage was incredibly dysfunctional, especially, like, towards the end. I think it's probably one of those things where it is great at first and you're, like, so fucking excited. And then after years and years, you feel... Like, I do get a genuine sense that she feels that she owes him a lot. And that's not for nothing. I mean, if someone is giving you a lot of money, it's not fair. Though. Very rarely does does anyone give you anything for free. Like nothing's really free. But it's it's not fair for, that she feels like that. I think. Yeah, and I mean, when she said I tried to do everything to do right by him, I also felt that because, like, at the end of the day, she wouldn't have any of the success that she's had Without were it. it not for being in that relationship. So Hopefully. I do have respect for her, like 
I don't have respect for what he did, like stealing money from victims. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, so just to clarify. But like, I do have respect for her that she wouldn't, that she would try her best to not like just fucking air him out to dry and like turn on him when it's an opportune moment. Even if it seems maybe like she's doing that now, but I feel like it's probably, sounds like it was like a long, years long decline of both cognitive allegedly and like lawsuits and just like financial questions etc yeah morality eric Eric goes tom he's a master performer (laughs) also at one point she's talking about her career Mm -hmm. and andy's like basically like basically what you said earlier like did you feel weird being is it ironic that someone sorry a watcher a viewer wrote in isn't it ironic that you had a song literally called It's Expensive to Be Me? Like flaunting it. And then Erica was like, I'm not Bob Dylan, honey. Yeah. She's like, I'm a, just making some fun pop songs. Let's not look too into it. So I was like, all right, I feel that. Yeah. Andy goes, were you drunk when you posted about Tom's mistresses? And she goes, no, I was angry. And then... They talk about the panties that were for sale. Oh, God. The lingerie. And EJ says it wasn't for her. He probably bought it for some mistress for Valentine's Day because it was, like, purchased in January and kept at the office. I love, like, the trope of old rich businessmen keeping, like, expensive lingerie for their mistress in their office. Like, that's so so 90s to me. He's forever in 1997. Yeah, he's like, he, I think, maybe his last real lucid year was 1997. Does Tom know about 9-11? There's a question. No. Uh, Or he goes, I think he loved me and I think something happened. I was like, okay. And what happened? (laughs) (laughs) And? And they start talking about like, it's weird that you didn't know about some of these things that you owned LLCs that they, some things were in your name. And then Kyle goes, well, Sutton didn't even know she owned a baseball team. And I went, okay, don't throw it under the bus. Yeah. Like don't br- leave Sutton out of this. But also that's a great point. I think there's a lot of really rich women that just like when someone else is like, raking in the dough and you're just like getting black amex you're like all right yeah and that's then true. that's what like the forensic accounting is for in these divorces to like shed light on all this kind of shit that your name is on and like mm-hmm. figure out how you're going to divide all these assets with like your wealthy husband it's very very like rich people problems and erica goes now i'm reaching i'm getting she goes, and I'm learning a lot that this happens to other women. She goes, and I feel like they've connected with me. Women who've, and I'm like, <laughs> she's an advocate for wealthy women everywhere <laughs> who don't own, who don't know they own like land. For wealthy gold diggers. <laughs> I would love to have her like host a meeting, a summit for all of the wealthy Listen, gold diggers. I want that content. I truly do. Everyone needs community. I love too that. Andy asked her if you're under Tom's thumb financially, then how are you able to like rent a house or a car and leave? 
And she goes, well, I did that all within my legal bounds, but I can't answer. But I'm like, okay, but I want to know. Yeah, tell us. You might as well answer. Yeah. What did you do? And then he goes, you were spotted getting on a private jet. Like, what the fuck? Like, don't you know how that looks, essentially? And I loved her answer, which was like, well, I didn't pay for it. I was invited on a trip, not my expense. Hell yeah. She goes, that's why I'm feisty. <laughs> I'm angry. She goes, I'm angry. I'm angry. It's, it's also why I'm feisty. <laughs> um, something really annoying happened with my notes and all the rest of them from this episode are deleted after that. Well, I can guide us. Okay, please guide. <clears throat> Dorit's turn on the guillotine. Um, Andy talks to her about how did you feel when everyone was saying that you talk too much? And she was like, it's hurtful. But I like to have that sort of banter with my friends where I can sort of tease and be teased. I was like, really? Because you took some teasing completely unwell this whole season. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And then Kyle starts to tease her and she goes, well, do we, she goes, Kyle, once you, you're not the only, I am not the only one. You've been accused of talking over people, both me and Carlton and Garcelle. And then Garcelle goes, who's Carlton? <laughs> Kyle goes, exactly. That was incredible. That was incredible. And then the cut to Carlton going, don't you command me. <laughs> she was talking to a spirit. She was. She goes, You are not commanding me. That was larva. I did <laughs> I did a <laughs> I did a deep dive on her this weekend on her Instagram. She lives in Miami now. Whoa. She's, she's divorced. And her she looks exactly the same. She has very wild Instagram posts. I love. All her children's are named Mystery, Destiny, Cross. Yeah, what's that about? Don't you command me. Don't you command me. You are not Don't in you. command of me. You're like, we're like, at dinner. We're having sushi. <laughs> Carlton was a mess. I miss Carlton. I, she was so I loved great. her. She was like a necessary entity on she... Housewives. She was Kyle's greatest foil. <laughs> even maybe even more so than Camille season one. Yeah. The the butting heads of Carlton and Kyle is truly iconic. Larva. Larva. It's her she's probably like flying to Ireland to go to Stonehenge for Halloween. For Sam Hain. Mm-hmm. Where it all began. She's like, I've got to go to Glastonbury. Reconnect with the land. (laughs) 
because Glastonbury is like it's like a very spiritual apex yeah. spot. I've got to go to I've got to go to Edinburgh. She's like, I got to go to Glasgow, connect with the springs, dip my feet in the springs. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run I have to run my hands and wear dew. I make me a dress out of dew. Carlton runs naked through the springs of Glasgow and then transforms into like a stallion. <laughs> yeah. With a bunch of other like hot naked women. Yeah, they're all the, they're, she's doing I remember like, witch shit. There were all these like attractive women that like lived at her house. And she like yeah, and her nanny that she was definitely fucking. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I want my son to be taught by women. She's like, a coven. Coven, baby. Um, so Dorit's kind of like, I, I think that it's okay. It's important to have <laughs> such a good rapport. She says instead of rapport, she says rapport with your with thine friends. <laughs> yes, I am long winded, but I love details, and I love to give all the details. I'm a very detailed person. Then Andy swallows a yawn. She goes, am I boring you, Andy? He's, I was like, he's, such, like, a, yes. he's such a bitch. He's such uh, a bitch. That's rude. I felt bad for Dorit in this moment. Yeah. Dorit then gets some questions about what she said to Garcelle about, like, how her, all the help that she's ever had have been people of color. How she's not mm-hmm. racist because of that. And she goes, I should have used my words correctly. And I didn't then, and I will admit to that. All I meant to say was I grew up in diversity and not just nannies and people who help with our family, but also family friends. <laughs> I was like, Dorit, just <laughs> can't like, okay. keep going with this, honey. I don't know if we'll we, ever get through to her. And then we get a shot, this thing of Kathy being like, I grew up with, she goes, I grew up with Michael Jackson. And he told me once, Kathy, you know, I don't see color. And I thought, I don't either. And I was like, he's not the right person to be talking (laughs) about Kathy. I love Michael Jackson, a (coughs) black man who changed the color of his skin. I would argue that he does see color. Yeah, he's just not the right (laughs) one. I'd argue that he probably sees it more than most people, just saying. But I, I love that's like her. I forgot that that was like her frame of reference yeah. for like colorism. You know, I grew up <laughs> with her Michael dear Jackson. Friend, Michael Jackson. <laughs> and Garcelle's like, well, if you don't see color, then you don't see me mm-hmm. because I am a black woman. And then Kathy but in I the do... chair, she goes, you know, but I really, it was the first time I ever heard of it like that. And I thought that was wonderful. I think sharing information is beautiful. She goes, I learned Kathy, a lot. Kathy had <laughs> never heard it framed in any other way than i don't see color which is just the stupidest from fucking michael, thing from, from michael, michael jackson. jackson i, I guess like why jackson. would you doubt that if that's your dear friend and you like know about his life you've known him all your life and then he says that to you and he's michael jackson you're like okay well that i guess is how it is that's your truly only frame of reference for like racism and colorism etc then I love her being, I, I learned something in that conversation. I learned something in that conversation. She was sharing information is beautiful. <laughs> it is. I was like, it wrong. is, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy was a little fragile in this episode. 
Can I tell you, I was crying at the end of this episode. Like, legitimately, I was, like, tearing up and, like, very, very touched by Kyle and Kathy's struggle and, like, their sister struggles, missing their mom. Yeah, like. Their just... struggle with Kim. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Um, we get a little throwback to, we Andy shows that Rinna and Eileen recreated the famous Amsterdam fight where Kim Richards called Eileen a beast. On their soap opera together. Beast. Beast? Wait, Eileen's flip of the table was truly incredible prop mm-hmm. work. When she just, she really flipped that table with the least amount of rage I've ever seen a person flip a table with. Um, I wrote snooze in during Re- Rena's recap. But... Rita, oh, yeah, her one storyline. Rita confirms that Amelia Gray and Scott Disick broke up. And that Amelia was the one that, who pulled the plug. She goes, now's the time for everyone to heal, she said. And uh, she said that, and Andy said, did his supposed DMs to Courtney Kardashian cause the breakup? And she goes, wow, they didn't help. Yeah. And then Lisa, Good for Amelia. Yeah, then Lisa said, <laughs> "This I thought this was kind of funny." She posted a photo of Harry Styles on her Instagram because she wants she wants Amelia to date him. Wait, finding out also that Harry Styles watches Real Housewives of Beverly Hills changed my life for the better. And like for his birthday, got a video of all of them saying happy birthday. I was like, damn. Like. I didn't think he could be any hotter. And then he got like 10 times hotter with that revelation. He contains multitudes. Olivia Wilde. Good job. Is one fortunate lady. Yeah. Good fucking job. You did it. Queen. Rita goes, God, he loves the show. <laughs> and then we find out champagne poppy Follows Lisa Rinna out of all the housewives. Yeah, follows Rinna. And then Kyle posted a thirst trap to try and get him. And I was like, damn, Kyle looks fine. She goes, it didn't work. He didn't follow me. She looks genuinely sad. She was. And I mean, was she wearing a fedora in her thirst trap? That was my only note. Was like, you've got to take that fedora off. Nothing renders you more sexless than a fedora thirst trap. Yeah, but Drake likes a little. He He likes likes women who are a little older. He likes like I think he likes like milfs. Yeah. So he might like that. Yeah, maybe she was. Doogie was thinking strategically with a little felt gray fedora. I love Rena. Ah, he loves the show. And then ah, she goes, "I can't believe all these movie stars follow me." She goes, "I talked to some of them." She goes, "That one girl, what's her name? Florence. Uh, how do you say her last name? Pook, the movie star." I was like, I "Okay." I love that. Casual. Rinna, you know. I guess Rinna is probably the most approachable one online out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly, I message all of them about our show. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm Florence Pugh. I think maybe that helps too. But I also, I just need to remind everyone that Lisa Rinna's mom survived a serial killer. Oh my God. Yeah. Lois. So anytime I see a glimpse of her, I think I want to show about her. I would love a show about her. 
that Let's weird see. like TikTok dance that Rinna and Amelia did with her. Yeah, they're like that was bones to me. <laughs> the skeleton dance. Mm-hmm. It was a skeleton dance of death. Then we finally get to the doogie of it all. Doogie. It's like a little tootsie roll, little kiddo. Child doogie. Child's Child name. love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Child's name. Tootsie roll. Doogie. I love that Kathy and Kim call her Doogie. That's so cute. I have faith for Kyle and Kim. I do too. I think that there can be healing and acceptance. And I just want all of them to like learn and grow from their relationship. And it, I think it's like, no, I like seeing women who are older going through this because it just goes to show it's like never too late to like reconnect with your family. Mm. I mean, Kim was at Porsche's bar mitzvah. Bat mitzvah, I should say. Um, yeah. We see, also we learned that Kyle got Kim's phone number again, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then we see that terrifying fight in the limo because Kathy had never seen it. And it was very yeah. upsetting. Kathy's very sensitive. And I think when she saw that, she was very upset. Mm-hmm. I think that's also just like, as someone who just does not want family dirt aired out, like in that way, it's just even more upsetting. She plays things so like close to the vest. It was, I was sh- watching it again. I realized how shocking that was. Like it was such sibling anger at each other like the way Kyle like lunged at her like she was Mm -hmm. gonna smack her in the face yeah it was and like the accusations and just like I remember watching that when it first aired and just being like this is radical that we're seeing something like this play out on tv you stole my goddamn house you stole my goddamn house you take that back and she has to be held back by that guy isn't it? It's not Muhammad. It was like Muhammad Hadid's like other wealthy friend. Remember oh, that random guy they tried Kim to set up that. Kim with? What? Yeah, the one she kept trying to. They kept trying to set her up with, and she was just like not into him. Yeah, and he's like just sitting there. And I love Adrian Malouf having to like get involved and like. No, Kyle! Oh, no, no, Kyle! I miss Adrian. Adrian. She was good. She was like a bodybuilder. She ruled. She could snap. I loved her just like emasculating her husband all the time. (laughs) Who's like an accomplished surgeon. (laughs) I love her just like she's basically like stepping on his nuts and like twisting her heel every chance she got. I'm obsessed. And they have those children. You're nothing in this world. (laughs) He's literally a surgeon. Her parenting (laughs) was so strange to me. What she was these, like demonic. Style? She had like three demonic sons. <laughs> oh my god! She also dated Sean Stewart. Are they still dating? Rod Stewart's son. That was a, also weird twist. Rod Stewart's son. Yeah. Whoa. Brother Kimberly of Kimberly. But she is a baby with Benicio del Toro. Work. <sighs> That's a power move. Damn. She had Best thing she's ever done. Yeah, true jackpot hours. Best jeans ever. I wonder if the sex was good. Probably. With who? 
with Benicio. Yeah. It's either good or it's like really sweaty and awkward. Like him just sweating on you and grunting. I think it's good. Yeah. You have to believe. I want to believe it's the best sex ever. Kathy and Kyle talk about how they, you know, they had their feud, but they're they're really going to try to never go back to that place. They hold each other. And then Renette, as they're talking about how much they love each other, you just cut to Renette and she's going, oh, that was that was me. I was crying. Kathy confer- reaffirms. She goes, I didn't know. She goes, no, I, I watched a trailer for American Woman, but I didn't watch the show. <laughs> I wrote same. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't even know if I watched the full trailer, but <laughs> definitely never thought to go back for more. Mm-hmm. And then she there's talks two about episodes their mom. Left. I know. Oh, my God. Kathy goes into Big Kathy, and I don't think Kathy's over her death. No, she's still really moved by it. I just love them, like, comforting each other, and I'm just glad to see sisters being close. I think you see Kyle. Kyle seems more, like, oddly more, even though she's, like, probably 15 years younger than Kathy, maybe 12 years younger, but she sees... I think Kathy almost is mothered by Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kathy seems, or Kyle seems like she's a little scrappier. Definitely. She's kind of, you know, she had like a kid really young. She's like, was on her own for a while. She worked. I think Kathy's just kind of, just like this kind of sweet, almost innocent person. In a lot yeah. of ways. I think I think she's very Coddled savvy. In a lot of ways, yeah. I think she's extremely savvy and she's definitely putting on an act. But I also mm-hmm. think she's very sensitive and coddled. Yeah. I love her. I just love her. Just love her so much. I grew up with Michael Jackson. I learned a lot in that conversation. I learned a lot. So now we have two episodes left, guys. So don't don't think you're going anywhere soon no there's probably like a unaired footage episode too, oh they're gonna right? milk this thing longest they're season never of letting Wives. us go mm-hmm. but it's great thank god thank god um, these ladies i want to what was i gonna recommend what were you gonna recommend i had it i was gonna recommend something a show a podcast a movie it was something related to us I'll recommend something. Oh, Maybe no. you can think about your recommendation. Okay. I had the pleasure of finally watching Crash last night on Blu-ray. Not Crash from 1999 with Zoe Saldana and Mark Wahlberg, etc. But David Cronenberg's crash that I bought on Blu-ray had a saga uh, and like my post-Titan world just needed more horny movie content. And when I tell you it blew my mind and maybe the horniest movie I've ever seen in my entire life, everyone needs to go watch that immediately. I don't know why we're living in a world where it's not very accessible Mm -hmm. but if you have the means you should purchase it on amazon prime 
get a blu-ray player and fire it the fuck up because god damn i was like this is one of the hottest movies i've ever seen which is like a sexy cast and like it's really no holds barred horniness on every level that you could possibly want it has something for the ladies it has something for the gays it has something for everyone yeah it's just firing at all cylinders it is firing on so many cylinders it's unbelievable my jaw was like on the floor in some parts i was just like this is incredible yeah damn and it has like the cronenberg like body horror element like really good practical effects and yeah it also is like making a grander statement about like i think like lust and love and sex and obsession and like it's just fucking cool america it's a great great movie uh well it takes place in canada so i don't know what it's saying about america oh well i'm wrong again yeah um oh i guess i'll recommend on the topic of that just if you i'm sure most people have seen it but if you haven't it's a 20 year anniversary of Mulholland drive Ooh. so i would go i would i would revisit that it's a good halloween movie it's a really good halloween movie i constantly think about that creature behind the dumpster that is the most it's the scariest scene. representation of los angeles horror i've ever seen scariest scene in a movie mm-hmm it is yeah and after living here it is that's it feels so true to la it's very daylight la horror which is most of the horror mm -hmm. oh oh, every day is a new day where horrors reveal themselves one by one did i talk about brand new cherry flavor what is that i feel like you might have mentioned that either to me i'm gonna suggest that if 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 you're looking for like a spooky halloweeny show it's on netflix it has Catherine Keener, a cr- oh. and uh, let me just get the actress's name. She's been in some stuff. She's incredible in this. Rosa Salazar. She was in Alita. She played like the robot. Mm-hmm. It's the closest thing to like Mulholland Drive I've seen. Um, it's an LA story. It takes place in the '90s. It's like an eight-episode show, one season. Okay, it's wild. It's I can't even describe it to you. It's fucking nuts. Okay. It has everything. And the hot hot guy who was in Hacks, who kills himself, is in it. Oh, love him. Okay, yeah. He's great. So it's just a great, 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 great. Catherine Keener is amazing. I live for Catherine. She is the beginning and the end of all things for me. She's very Alpha Omega. Yeah. Anyway. I'll think of it if I'm talking about it on the other episode. All right. We're going to do a bonus episode. So if you love this podcast and you just crave more content, or if you just want to support the podcast endeavors, go to sup Patreon. It's patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And for $6 a month, you literally get over like hundreds of bonus episodes. Hundreds. All the content is ad free. If you're sick of hearing ads on the podcast, you're constantly having to skip through them. The Patreon is here for you at a very, very reasonable price point. So Sorry, get on I'm board. Like, ha- like hacking as you're plugging us. Carrie like slowly dies as I. Like, you're like finally promote. doing the stuff I try to do, where I like plug. <laughs> and and I'm your, like not. Like... Fi- yeah. What's your final thought today? What's Carrie O'Donnell's final 
closing. Buy tickets to our New York show. It's coming. They're they're running out. Tickets are running out. Low ticket warnings. It's going to sell out and you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.